This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I want to welcome you to the Warning Radio program. My special guest right now is Mike DeLorenzo. Mike is an international evangelist, although he leads my father's house ministries. And I'll tell you what, he always has a lot of exciting guests uh, in his ministry. Um, why don't you give an idea uh, where you're located in case people listening are in your area? Yeah. Well, I live in uh, Des Moines, Washington. The address is uh, 2019 South 231st Street, Des Moines, Washington. We meet uh, Saturday nights at 7 and Monday mornings at 10 a.m. At this, at this point in history. So, Okay. And then, like I said, he's a... I would call him an international evangelist. He does uh, prophetic paintings. Um, I'll tell you what, uh, he's, he's been my friend for a long time now. Actually, we went together with other pastors to Washington, D.C. in 2010 in the uh, home headquarters of Dick Simmons. And uh, let me tell you, you could see the Capitol right outside the window. And for eight Six to eight hours a day, we were in strong ministry, prophetic ministry, prayer, a lot of revelation. If you go to my website, www.worldministries.org, you can actually look it up and see what God exposed as far as demons in the House of Representatives, demons in the Senate, in the Supreme Court, and the White House, demonic strongholds, the history. So uh, go to my website and look at that. You're going to be shocked. In fact, we just did it on, on uh, syndicated radio, and you could look at that program too. Micah, you remember that trip? Oh, I, I remember very well that trip. That was exciting. You know, I, I think the exciting part, I, I remember when we went into Ted Kennedy's office, I remember uh, Scott Brown was behind by, I think, 10 or 15 points, and uh, Martha McCulkley was winning by several points but I love when we went into Kennedy's office Ted Kennedy he had passed away so they're trying to get a new senate and we walked in there and this lone secretary's like we're here to pray we're like who are you guys and we just kind of took authority we walked in there but he had this table probably about 20 feet long and God says this has been a strategy center for the gates of hell but you know we we knelt down begin to pray for I don't know what it was 15 20 minutes a bunch of pastors and intercessors 
You know, the day we left D.C., uh, Scott Brown won by 5%. Like Hezekiah turned at 15 points. We saw God turn the battle at the gate. And that's a key verse for me. It says in Isaiah that God will turn the battle at the gate. So often God sends us to the gates of D.C. just to do warfare and to do prophetic prayer over a nation. You know, I was talking to Jonathan earlier. I, I do prophetic art and you want to look at it, you just go to www.myfathershouseministries.com. There's a link to Fine Art America. It'll have all my art there. But I remember uh, one of the times I went to D.C., I had a prophetic word that you're going to be doing art of Washington, D.C. So I get home, I start painting uh, the U.S. Capitol building. And one night the Lord says to me, I'm at the super mall. It's a shopping mall. This is back in 2005. It was right before Bush's second election. It was like three weeks away before the election. I'm in this calendar store and God says, Mike, I want you to buy this calendar. I want you to paint the northern lights over the U.S. Capitol, form angelic wings. I'm pushing back to darkness for another four years. But I'm arguing with God. God, they don't have northern lights in D.C. You know, they don't have northern lights. And God says, Mike, I want you to paint the, the northern lights. We had like a two-minute argument. God won. So I, I bought the calendar. Well, long story short, my brother lived in Washington, D.C. He calls me at the next morning, about nine o'clock in the morning, not knowing anything what God's telling me. He says, Mike, you'll never guess what happened last night. I says, what? He says, last night they had the northern lights over the U.S. Capitol building. So I says, God, I might be dumb, but I'm not that dumb. Okay, I'll paint the northern lights over the U.S. Capitol building. So the Lord's had me do prophetic art for about 40 years, but that was just uh, one of those profound things where the, God gave me an assignment. They actually appeared that night over the Capitol building. So. Again, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Warning Radio program, also watching the Warning Television program, social media. Um, I have Mike DeLorenzo, My Father's House Ministries. I call him an international evangelist as well as a, uh, a prophetic artist. And so... Um, we have traveled together before, uh, the trip that most notably uh, where other pastors were with us was in uh, 2010 to Washington, D.C., and uh, six to eight hours a day, God uh, gave revelation uh, over what was controlling the strongholds of the Capitol, uh, the Senate, the House of Representatives, Supreme Court, and what was controlling the White House. Now... Um, the Capitol, if you remember, I got 10 pages on this. I saw in a vision an octopus on top of the Capitol building with its eight arms, equipped with suckers influencing not only the members of the Senate, the House, but also the justices of the Supreme Court and the president and his staff in the White House. And uh, you, you remember that? <laughs> I clearly remember that. And uh, we, you know, six to eight hours a day. Serious prayer. And when you spend time with God, that type of serious time with God, God gives revelation. And there was a lot of revelation, Mike. Yeah, there was a great amount of revelation. You know, I've been back there uh, quite a few times. And lately he has had me go back there on uh, I, February 22nd, 222. It's the wow. key of David. Yeah. You know, and so it talks about the key of David in Isaiah 22. I'll open a door which no man can shut and I'll lock a door no man can open and so forth. But several times we've gone back there on 222. I remember the first time I, says, I felt the Lord says, I want you to go back in the end of February. But I'm going, God, when am I supposed to go back? He says, look up George Washington's birthday. His birthday is on 422, 1732. But it had four twos in his birthday. Yes. And God says, I want you back on that day for 
prophetically for assignment. And that particular day, I, I, I also worked in glass at the time. So I had to make glass keys out of glass. Yes. And so like the key of David. And so we had to go into the... Uh, to the White House, and we're actually outside the White House, and we had unlocked the doors. This time Obama was in, I couldn't get inside, but I had also made dark keys, and God says, I want you to shatter the keys of darkness. So we shattered those keys, but, but we also went into the, uh, the U.S. Capitol buildings, and we shattered the keys inside the cafeteria. We unlocked the doors. We did the same thing in the Supreme Court, and so often would God would often have us go do those assignments, and so it was exciting. But I, one of the things we've seen happen this year was the overturn of Roe versus Wade. Uh, I'm 67 years old. Washington State was the first state to vote to legalize uh, abortion. And at 1970, I was 15 years old. I was one of 12 kids, you know. So my mom was real pro-life, real Catholic. But I remember back on Halloween Day, October 31st, 1970, the elections were the following Tuesday. And I was 15 years old. I had a big old sign downtown Seattle that said, only witches kill babies. You know, <laughs> of course, I had all these feminazi ladies, you, you, you. And I was, you know, I was always bold and belligerent as I always was. But you know, it was a few years back that I was with Lou Engel one day, and that's when they put the, the, solid, the red tape on their mouth for the silent protest. But God says, Mike, I want you to do a prophetic painting of the White House of God overturning Roe versus Wade. And so, uh, you know, so what did we see this happen this last year? We saw the overturn of Roe versus Wade. You know, which has been a prayer in my heart for over 50 years. And the fact that God could do it with a Democratic presidency, a Democratic Congress and a Democratic Senate shows that the hand of God moved against the opposition at that time to overturn that abortion issue. You know, and recently uh, I'm dealing with abortion. This is an amazing story. Uh, Last year, I was, I was in prayer, and the Lord says, Mike, I want you to do a prophetic painting on the return of the aborted children coming back to help with the harvest and the stillborn, those offered to Satan and the young kids. And so I did a prophetic painting of the children coming back to help in the harvest. I remember the first day I gave that message, you, you know, I had two ladies come up to me and says, Mike, we, they both said our children has already appeared to us and told us they forgive us. Wow. But I believe there's a harvest coming. And, and in this painting, though, my mom, I was one of 12, so my mom had some, some stillborn kids, but I put two of my grandchildren in the painting and I was paint, trying to paint the third grandchild in the painting. I couldn't get the painting right. I couldn't get the face right. So I says, Lord, I give up. I'm just going to leave it the way it is. On my birthday last year. I was in prayer one day, and uh, anyway, well, if we go back 40 years ago, the Lord says, I've called you to paint. And I says, Lord, I know nothing about art. But he says, he, long story short, he says, the Holy Spirit will teach you all things. So I've never had an art lesson. But last year on my birthday, I was looking at that painting. It's just about done with. I was just kind of praying over the children coming back to help in the harvest. You know, in Jesus' day, the graves were open. They came and preached the gospel to those in Jerusalem, you know. And God's got some amazing things in store, I believe, for this last day church. But uh, the Lord says, see that girl in the painting that you couldn't get right? And I says, yeah. He says, that's your sister Elizabeth in heaven. She always had a gift of art because she could never use it, but she's stillborn. When you were 25, she, says, she asked if I could give that gift of art to to you and the reason you couldn't get that girl right in the painting that's what your sister looks like in heaven wow. it's a girl that i couldn't get right is that wow. your sister in heaven wow and so here's these gifts from heaven you know from people that are passed on the mantles of elisha to elijah these mantles of these children 
that have gone on to be with the Lord. You know what? If you if you got a, a son or a daughter or a brother and sister that's gone on to be with the Lord that's a, as a child, you say, Lord, I want to inherit. The Bible talks about in Isaiah 48 about God wants to restore the desolate inheritances. She never got a chance to fulfill her destiny, but I believe that gift was from her because I was the worst artist in the world. <laughs> I couldn't draw. My stickmen were bow-legged, but that was a gift that God <laughs> gave supernaturally for my sister that had passed away, you know, 60 years prior probably. Praise the Lord. You know, through Revelation, God exposes and reveals many things. I remember, you know, I'm on my second wife. My first wife is with the Lord, but uh, she's a Kenyan doesn't know anything about America. She flew here, and, and when we were ministering, clear in North Carolina, large church, she got up and said, you know, Roe versus Wade is going to be overturned. I'm actually, she didn't even know what that meant. And she, when we got back to the hotel, she said, what is Roe versus Wade? <laughs> so I told her she didn't know. She didn't know. Praise but she God. said it's going to be overturned. That's amazing. And now it's overturned. Now, at that time in that large church, everybody looked at her with, you know, starry eyes like they couldn't believe it. But uh, we must understand God gives revelation. Uh, and we also must understand that we are in a spiritual fight. A May 2022 Gallup poll shows 76% of Americans think fornication is morally acceptable. 71% homosexually uh, believe homosexual relations are proper. 71%. 52% think abortion is permissible. Yes, it was overturned, but not because the nation is turning more righteous. It's more lascivious than ever. It's because when Trump was in, he put three conservative justices. Amen. That's why we've got to have another great awakening because this nation is ripe for judgment. for judgment. And just because they overturned it, it's not because of the people's righteousness. No. It's because Trump put in three more righteous Supreme Court justices that were against abortion. You know, one of the words in my life, God says, I'm a repairer of the breach, a repairer of the past to dwell in. I remember one time I was in the Supreme Court with Dennis Moore and another brother. And the Lord says, Mike, I want you to go have communion in the bathroom in the Supreme Court. And when you're done, I want you to take the blood and flush it down the toilet. He says, my blood runs deeper than the decisions of the Supreme Court. How many God's blood can wash anything away? Amen. So when we flush it down, I says, God says, watch what I'm going to do because God's blood can take all stain away. I'm going to give you an example. One time I was with my friend Jerry and uh, about how God can remove stains out of our life. And he had a carpet stain and he asked me to go clean his carpet. So we're, I'm trying to get the stain out. It probably was hair dye. We just couldn't get it out. <laughs> so we prayed, well, Lord, you can take the stain out. We can't get it out. The next morning he came back on that living room carpet. The stain had been removed by the middle of the night by the Lord. See what you can't take away. God wants to take away the stain of abortion against this nation. Amen. I believe righteousness will once again exalt America. You know, that's my heart. God once again exalt America with righteousness because God, God's bringing judgment that the inhabitants of the world might learn righteousness. And so there's some shakings coming. I believe there's some shakings on the way. Well, you're right, Mike. Uh, judgment is for redemptive purposes. Redemptive purposes. And if there's not repentance, then it's for utter destruction. Now, there's no mistake judgment is coming on America. There is no mistake. The question is when. When's it coming? You know, I went to the Supreme Court at that time, Mike, 2010, when I visited it after much deliberation and meditation. I discerned the spirit of death and murder and confusion ruling the justices of the Supreme Court. 
and their decisions were bringing death and murder and confusion upon the citizens of the United States. Oh, they are. I felt led to advise the team and others to pray for God. Now, listen to this, because it's happened. To remove with death and disease those judges who are bringing judgment upon America. They've been removed. They have died. And now Roe versus Wade is overturned. Now we got to pray on the state level. I know this uh, Sunday it's the start of the Feast of Trumpets. And so we have a team going to Olympia at noon. If you live in the Olympia, Washington area, we're going there at noon, the sound, the sound of shofars. Because, again, we got to turn the battle in the state of Washington. There's a verse that says in Isaiah, But the Lord of hosts will be exalted in judgment, and the holy God will show himself holy in righteousness. You know, I believe God sends redemptive judgments in the world. Because he's trying to get America to repent. He he's is, trying he to get is. us to turn our, our face toward God. I, I remember, you know, I, I remember a few years back that when... Uh, the, the Lutheran Church, the, the, uh, we're going to legalize homosexual marriages. Yes, and yes. I, I live in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I was just furious I and I was angry. I, you know, I've been doing some warfare. But you know what happened that day? A tornado came right down the street. I went to Bible College three blocks from that church. A tornado came right down that street. The Lutheran Church that was hosting that conference where they legalized gay marriage, it took the steeple off the church and it took the tiles off some of the building that they're doing the major conferences. Here God says, I'm going to send my judgment in the whirlwind that he didn't even recognize it was God's judgment when he tore the steeple off one hour before they're going to vote on the decision. Exactly. God, God sends us signs, but a lot of the church is too ignorant to know what they are. That's right. We miss you the know? signs a lot of the times unless you're walking close yeah, so. to the Lord. Now, let's get back to that octopus. The octopus represents the spiritual powers and principalities of darkness. Lucifer and the beast, which is influencing these three branches of government. I expounded that the octopus is a predator, which feeds on the other prey and like it, it likes to deceive its prey by camouflaging itself until it strikes. If the octopus is exposed, now this is where we have to speak the truth. Truth takes away deception. If the octopus is exposed... It squirts a cloud-like substance which acts like a smoke screen, hiding its escape, as well as paralyzing smaller victims before it eats them. I shared this. This is what is happening in Washington, D.C. today, as these three branches of government are being influenced by the spirit of the beast. Now, I'm going to go on just a minute because you uh, gave a word. Now, Dennis Moore then saw serpents. Mike... DeLorenzo received the word Dacon. Jonathan Quigley shared some of the, on Dacon. I expounded that Dacon was a god of the Philistines who was half man, half fish, which I believe helps define the spiritual authority under Lucifer. I shared that I believe Lucifer is operating in D.C. through men influenced by demons in the beast spirit with other spirits of the underworld. The vision of the octopus exposes these spiritual powers, principalities, and influences. I believe Dennis seeing the serpents is a further explanation of the legs of the octopus, meaning the different demonic powers with different degrees of authority and assignment working under the hierarchy of Lucifer through the beast spirit. You see how this worked through constant six to eight hours of prayer and revelation and the team in unity. And God started to speak through God us. God started to speak through us. Mike? It was just, a, you're talking about Dagon. Uh, I remember back in 93, I was going to England 
And God says, I want you to deal with the spirit of Dagon. And every time Dagon's mentioned in the Bible, you see it, uh, you see it with, uh, uh, Samson, what happened? His, uh, his vision was blind. He couldn't see. And they, they hung him in the temple of Dagon and he pushes the pillars, but his vision was gone. Then you, then you see Eli, you know, he, he, his, he was overweight. He couldn't see. When he found out that they took the Ark of the Covenant, he fell over backwards. His neck was broken. You know, and he couldn't see. Samson couldn't see. He couldn't see. Then you also see the last time Dagon's mentioned is when they when they killed Goliath. When they uh, killed uh, Goliath, and they cut off they cut off his was a Goliath. No, they uh, killed Saul. But I believe they, they they put they hung his head in the temple of Dagon. Remember, Saul was a type of flesh. And so the Lord says Dagon causes apathy, complacency in my church. They lost their spiritual vision. The head is separated from the body. Christ is no longer the head. And we see this happening. I give you how this played out. When I was going there in 93, it was during the days of Little Mermaids. And Little Mermaids is half human, half fish. It's, it's a mermaid spirit, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So my senior pastor, he gives me, I had two kids. He gives me two uh Paper, not paper plates, but those, what do you put plates on? What do you call those things? Well, you put the plates on them, the platters? Platters. Well, yeah, the plastic ones, paper, paper platters, whatever. But he, he hands me two of those things with Dagon, the little mermaid oh on it. I says, here's mermaid manifesting to my senior pastor. And when we got to church one day in, in, in Penzance, England, my whole team was falling asleep. I couldn't remember, remember Dagon causes apathy, those charges. Being lethargic, sleepiness. My whole team was on the nods like they've been smoking dope. I go, and I couldn't stay awake. I says, God, why can't I stay awake? And I couldn't figure it out. But after service, we walked, they were in the auditorium, we walked into the cafeteria next door. There was a 15 foot paper mache Dagon over the ceiling. Wow, and God wow, says, Mike, wow, that was wow, manifesting wow, wow, in wow. your service. And one of the ladies named Nadine, she says, Mike, you told me that. And three times I started to fall asleep. And every time I says, I rebuked that spirit of Dagon. Instantly I'd wake back up. But Dagon was manifesting. So it causes apathy lethargically and spiritual blindness in our churches. And God wants to break it over America. Now, ladies and gentlemen, listen carefully. Uh, you're listening to the Warning Radio program. My special guest, Mike DeLorenzo. Right now, we're talking about Washington, D.C. Now, all through Washington, D.C., all through the Congress, there are Masonic influences yes. that America's leaders were greatly influenced by forces and powers that were contrary to the Holy Spirit. When I visited the gallery of the House of Representatives, I discerned the spirit of worldly wisdom of men and the gods, the spirit of compromise, intimidation, the spirit of fear and deceivableness ruling the House of Representatives. I discerned the need to have our team and others pray for the spirit of the prophet to come upon righteous members of the House of Representatives to bring correction and direction. When I visited the gallery of the Senate and meditated, asking the Lord to reveal to me the identification of the ruling spirits I discerned, the spirit of Lucifer, subspirit Dacon, the spirit of death and warmongering, the spirit of intimidation, compromise, and syncretism ruling the Senate. The Holy Spirit instructed me to have our team and others pray for the spirit of the apostle and prophet to come upon righteous senators to speak words of leadership and correction. You remember that, Mike? Oh, yeah, I did. And we do that. did pray for people and prophesied over them. Right. Mike? Yeah, I mean, God's doing amazing things in D.C. You know, the last time I went there was about February 22nd, and they had what they call the Tent of David. It's a 24-hour worship tent on the mall about 
about a few hundred yards from the Washington Monument. It's right in the mall. 24-hour prayer has been going on for seven or eight years. But on 222, I was with my friend Doug Basler. He's running for U.S. Congress in the 9th District in Washington State. And so uh, we, he's a worshiper. We've done street church on the streets for years. But we wanted to lead worship. On 1121 to come into 11, uh, to come into 222, 2022, was I believe God wants us to give us a key of David to open this nation back up for the gospel, that Christ would come back in, begin to rule and begin to reign. And God, you know, righteousness, I believe, will once again exalt America. You know, the Bible talks about in Ezekiel, the parable of the two eagles. And I believe there's a righteous eagle and there's an evil eagle in that parable. But I believe God's eagle will once again arise. You're talking about the eagle. I believe God's going to raise up the eagle Christians, the prophetic, the apostolic thing that God's once again is going to move and turn this nation back to Christ. Man, that's the hope I have. Revival is going to break out. Ladies and gentlemen, again, the morning radio program special guest, Mike DeLorenzo. Please go to my website, www.worldministries.org. www.worldministries.org. Click on Eagles Saving Nations. We want to move into the NFL football stadiums, the NBA stadiums, the civic centers, the arenas all through America. We've got to have another great awakening based on the baptism of the Holy Spirit, Pentecost. We want to come out of those stadium meetings with power and authority to speak the truth without intimidation or fear. We've got to have a great revival. That's the only thing that's going to save America. May God richly bless you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.